Good afternoon. Welcome to the long-awaited return of Sherborne Voices podcast with me, Sue Hill. You may remember that I took a break to build the website for Abbey 104, which was great fun and a real challenge, but I'm glad I cancelled everything else so that I could devote myself completely to it. And it's taken me rather longer to get back into the swing of things than I anticipated, so my apologies for that. If you've not listened to the podcast before, I try to bring you a weekly roundup of what's happening in Sherborne and the surrounding villages in terms of events and classes and talks and walks, etc. And whenever I can, I interview someone local or at least with a story of local interest. Hopefully you will enjoy that It's back again, new year, new podcast episode. And in today's episode, there aren't too many what's on items. I guess people are just ramping up to get back into things and haven't publicised them. There'll be lots tomorrow on social media when it's too late for this episode. But not to worry people will get back into the swing of things. If you've got an event or a class or a talk or something of local interest you would like to share or publicise, just get in touch with me, sue at sherbournevoicespodcast.com and I'll put it in the next episode. One of my New Year resolutions was to start singing lessons again. I had them many years ago when I lived in Manchester and I've just found a new contact, Rachel Hill. So I'll be telling you about that and uh, there's a short interview with Rachel as well. I haven't separated out the items into what's on items and or public information notices. They're all a bit higgledy-piggledy this week, but I'll get organised next week. At this time of the year, I like to remind myself and others of a quote from Judy Garland. As she said, we have a whole new year ahead of us and wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all be a little more gentle with each other and a little more loving, have a little more empathy and maybe next year at this time we'd like each other a little more. You may have seen that as of yesterday, the 3rd of January, There will be new £2 single fares on buses. There are various routes that are taking part in this. I thought it was compulsory for everybody, but there you go. But I found a list of routes. Uh, Just glancing down at a few, Yeovil to Shepton Mallet, Southwest Coaches Number 1 service. Yeovil to Dorchester, Southwest Coaches Number 5 service. Yeovil Town Service, South West Coaches, again, uh, their number 11 service. And the trusty X10, Yeovil, Sherborne, Stallbridge, that's Blandford Buses of Somerset. Now, do you fancy a panto? Live Village Hall and the Wriggle Valley Players are presenting Snow White and the Seven Dwarves on Thursday the 19th. Friday the 20th and Saturday the 21st of January. And there's a Saturday matinee 
as well as an evening performance. Tickets are available now at wrigglevalleyplayers, all one word, .co.uk and they cost £9 for adults and £5 for children. Sherbourne Science Café presents the annual egg race. Come and join us in the new year, says the poster. Test your skills, win a prize, have fun, make new friends, free drink and mince pies. All you need to do is turn up or form a team of four maximum. Use the materials provided, e.g. yoghurt pots, lolly sticks, elastic bands, etc. Complete the project in the time allowed or just complete the Christmas quiz. It's £3 per person and it's at the Digby Memorial Hall on Digby Road on the 11th of January at 7.30pm. But I've no idea what kind of egg race that could be. You may be able to get more information. I've just spotted a website. It's Sherborne Science Cafe, all one word, dot com. The Swan Theatre Company presents Glee and Me from the 17th to the 21st of January at 7.45pm. Tickets are on sale now. All tickets are £12.50. You can get them online at swan-theatre.co.uk. You can email the box office, swantheatreboxoffice, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can phone 07500 The Swan Theatre is also doing, for the new year, Thrifty Thursday, when you can save 35% on Swan tickets. The Swan Theatre recently carried out a survey, and one of the outcomes was that the cost of the theatre tickets does make it difficult for some people to visit the theatre. So they've listened and acted as a result of this, And for every Swan Theatre Company production in 2023, they will be offering one night of the show for just £8 per ticket. They want those of us who have been put off by the cost to come back and visit them again. So for the production I just told you about, Glee and Me, the reduced cost night will be Thursday the 19th of January and the ticket price will be £8 instead of £12.50. So that's a good bit of news for the new year. Yesterday, I had my first singing lesson with Rachel Hill. Uh, She's a local singer-songwriter, and apart from her singing and songwriting, she's also started doing lessons for singing, music theory and songwriting from beginner to advanced levels. The cost is £35 per hour and you can mix and match a bit. So I did a bit of singing and a bit of music theory because I'm sure I used to be able to read music but I just can't remember anything now. So that was great fun. Rachel also offers guitar and piano lessons from beginner to intermediate at £25 per hour. After my lesson, I chatted with Rachel a bit more about her music and what she's been doing. 
Rachel, tell me about coming to Sherborne and being based here for a bit. I originally moved to Sherborne in December 2019 when my parents moved here. Uh, I was still at university at the time. And then, of course, COVID happened and I was able to stay here for a lot longer than I realised because I was supposed to be doing all sorts of travelling things and after I finished my course, which was in classical music. So I actually ended up staying in Sherborne for a year after that and because music was pretty cut off to me at the time, uh, I ended up going into care work instead. I was very interested in music therapy. I tried to explore that avenue by going and doing some training and yeah, becoming a care worker during the pandemic, which was great and I definitely learnt a lot from that experience as well. And I, in fact, at the moment I'm doing some work in care homes as a singer now, so that's very nice. I've kind of come full circle from there. But I realised that I I hadn't quite given music enough. It feels as if it's the sort of career where you have to kind of give it your all as early as you can and it's not the easiest thing to come back to Mm. later in life necessarily. So I made the decision to go to London and do this Masters, which was at Tile Yard in in London. which is a, a studio based just near King's Cross and it's actually a master's course in songwriting and production. It's accredited through Nottingham Trent University. Oh, right. And so it's only, yeah, a very a small kind of campus and it's surrounded by different musical companies. Um, they've got all sorts there. So it's, it's, it's basically a big business park, but it's all music mm. businesses. So you're kind oh. of in the centre of the... Yes, good contact to yes. be made. Oh, that was definitely the the main thing that they had all over their website when I was applying. All the contacts and endless networking, the dreaded word. So that was a great experience. And then I I, I came to the end of my tenancy in, in the summer. And then my partner and I decided to do the Camino de Santiago, which is this big trek across. Yeah. We actually did the northern route. So we did a trek across um, northern Spain, all around the coast. And I think that was 500 miles. And we did that in six weeks and then I decided it was a great idea to come back and start a tour straight away <laughs> that I'd already planned um, but it did it was thoroughly planned but I made a slight error in realizing that it was going to be only a couple of days when I came back from the Camino so that was not ideal <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but that went really well and then I realized that London is just a big move it's not quite as simple as just going back and especially because I'd finished the master's in the summer mm. it was a lot to to move back to without any real clue what I was doing specifically so that's why I'm back here and I'm waiting so that I can move back with my partner yeah in 2023 which we're now in yeah in the next probably three months you're now combining your singing and songwriting with teaching did you do teaching before while you were a student because very often people start off doing that yes I firstly got into it through a a mutual friend when I was at university Uh, I went to Gerson College in Cambridge and I had a very dear friend who I think he was at a dinner one evening and and a woman came up to him and said oh I really want to get back into singing Is, is there anyone you can recommend I haven't done it since I was 10 and I'm now 70 and I'd really like some help I just want to do it for fun so he came up to me, said, I know you want to get some experience and put us in touch. And we've been very good friends ever since. And I still go to hers. Oh, <laughs> right. lovely. Yeah, but quite frequently. So it was a really nice friendship. But yeah, it was lovely because we could use the, 
the chapel in Girton with all the lovely acoustics uh-huh. to do those lessons as well. Yes. Yeah. And was it classical music that she wanted to? It was, yeah, classical training. Work on. Just giving people more confidence, I think, is the main thing that yes. I liked about it. You, you trained in classical music, but you're now branching out as a singer and songwriter mm. in... How would you define your music? Oh, million dollar question. Yes. <laughs> um, so I would describe it as indie folk pop. It's, it's, I just feel like with each year of my life, I'm adding an extra subgenre. <laughs> um, trying to find myself, as they say. Yeah, I, I was very frustrated when I was at Cambridge about the fact that it seemed like classical music was so different to pop music. And that I think they can cross over so much more than we tend to think. I think mm. the classical world is so often seen as a very distinct thing. And, you know, classical training is this revered phrase and you know if you have it you can put it on your cv and brag about it and everything but really there's one thing knowing how to use your instrument and how to do things safely but that doesn't mean that you then have to spend the rest of your life doing italian arias if you don't want to i did enjoy that for a time and i'm i'm grateful that i can go back to that because i have the training now but i think there was one point for me where i was doing yeah italian arias arias german arias all this opera stuff and and choral training as well, which is a kind of a different branch of classical. And then I would go <laughs> at, at night and I would be having, just in my bedroom, I would be songwriting and singing pop songs. And they were more kind of folky influence and pop artists um, of all different genres and ranges. So that was, it felt two different paths and I felt like I was being forced to choose one or the yeah, other. Yeah. Quite passionate about the fact that we can do both if mm. you want to. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for teaching in a way that supports your voice healthily from a young age, because obviously you don't want to do damage to someone's voice, but there's another thing with kind of implanting ideas from a young age that Mm. you you can't do this, you don't want to sing in this way, you don't want to try this or try this, because that might be the wrong way to do it, and that that can be hard to unwork. But it is interesting, I'm not convinced that anyone really, really knows how the absolute golden path is through singing to be honest but I think as long as you're doing something that feels natural and feels good and you're happy with the sound that's coming out and that you're not pushing anything to a point where it's painful or Mm. uncomfortable then I I think you're doing the right thing. So you've got a CD coming out. I do. Yes. That's very exciting. Is is that your first CD or have you done others? I would say it's my first album. I I released an EP which is just a a short album really. It was only Mm. five songs I think back in, um, gosh I remember that, I think that was at the beginning of 2020. Right. um, When I was trying to do my finals at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a very intense year. It was quite ironic actually because I've just this morning found the list of things I had to change. So there's this horrible process that many people don't know about where you have to you get your songs back once you've recorded them and you have to say oh I want this bit changed and this tiny bit changed and there's so much you can do in the post-production stage which is all behind this curtain that yeah. nobody sees but it's so much stuff and stress because it's the tiniest thing like I've got an S and there's the frequency that's peaking or something or yeah. know, horrible ugly breath or you can hear a, a mouth noise it's all the stuff that when you hear the polished end version you don't think anything about but there's so much work behind the scenes that thankfully I don't do much mm. of at the moment. I I pass it on to other people who are much more technically gifted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, I'm in the studio, but then obviously you have to listen to it back because you've got to live with it for yeah. the rest of your life once it's out. So yeah, that's, I'm right in the middle, well, 
hopefully at the end, I was talking to my producer this morning about the final um, touches before it goes out online. But it was it was funny this morning to to find those notes for the previous album. So this feels like a big step, and it's I'm uh, yeah definitely proud of these songs. Thank you very much for your time uh, you. and talking to us today. And uh, good luck with all of your music. Thank in you. Whatever you're doing with it. Yes. If anybody wants to find out a bit more, they can, they're welcome to chat to me on I've got Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of it. So it's just Rachel Hill Music or on Instagram it's Rachel Hill Music Official because apparently there were too many Rachel Hills and even another Rachel Hill Music. But, oh <laughs> gosh, how funny. And you've got a website as well? I do, yes. That's just www.rachelhillmusic.com. Right. Wow. Well, lots um, of ways that people can find you if they want exactly. some singing lessons or some music theory lessons on guitar and piano you do as well i do yes and just any entertainment i've got a party this weekend i'm very much looking forward to oh very nice too okay thanks very much rachel thank you rachel hill there talking to me yesterday and what an interesting 10 minutes chat we had last week i saw on social media a post about the cupboard in yeovil Now, this is operating from a private house, as far as I can make out. And they provide lots of boxes of free food for the people of Yeovil. It varies what's available, I guess. So any listeners in Yeovil, if you haven't used the cupboard before, you do not need to provide proof of benefits or a referral or an appointment. The food is all outside for you to help yourself and they ask that you only take what you need and can reasonably use before it spoils. And also, importantly, that you're respectful of other cupboard users and the host and their property. Now, if you are a listener in Yeovil and you want to investigate, the address is given 40 Westfield Place, Yeovil. The response to the post was quite interesting and particularly from people in Sherborne saying this is something we should be doing here. So I thought I'd just raise awareness of this. It would appear to be um, a wide range of food. There are a couple of pictures I'm looking at. A lot of vegetables in this particular case. So if you would like to get involved in the organisation of this, you could let me know if you like and I can broadcast it and then we can maybe get other people together and get in touch with the cupboard in Yeovil to find out how they set it up. It does seem like a very worthwhile endeavour and if it's all fresh food, then that's complementing the work that the food bank does Talking of the food bank, I understand that they are looking for volunteers. The number of people using Sherborne Food Bank has actually doubled in 2022. And so they need more drivers, more packers, more sorters. So if you can help by giving a couple of hours, I'm sure they would be very grateful to hear from you. You can get in touch at Sherborne Food Bank, or one word, dot org, or you can telephone zero seven eight five four 
163869. I hope you're listening on Wednesday because I've just had in a late announcement that the first winter talk by Sherborne Museum will be on Thursday the 5th of January, i.e. tomorrow, when Anne Brown from Shire Hall Museum will intrigue participants with tales of courtroom drama. Shire Hall was the centre of justice and local government from 1797 to 1955. The Georgian courtroom was the scene of famous and infamous trials throughout this period, from the internationally significant Tollpuddle martyrs to Martha Brown, reputed to be the inspiration for Hardy's Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Most fascinating are the stories of the ordinary Dorset men, women and children who found themselves in the dock during the 19th century, from child criminals to smugglers, habitual con women and the folk of Sherborne. This talk will look at some of these stories alongside a history of the building. The talk takes place at the Digby Memorial Church Hall and begins at 2pm. Doors will be open from 1.30. Admission is free for members of Sherborne Museum or otherwise it's £5 entry on the door for non-members and that includes refreshments. Lisa's Zumba Fiesta class fitness classes are starting again this coming Thursday, tomorrow, the 5th of January, from 10 till 11. This is the Zumba Gold Fitness classes. Thursdays, 10 till 11, £5 per class. And then on Mondays, also at 10 till 11, and also at £5 per class, Lisa does Zumba Fitness classes. The Gold classes, the Thursday classes, are more of an entry-level class, she says. You don't need to book, you just come along and pay on the day. The classes are held at the Scout Hall, Blackberry Lane in Sherborne. That's DT94DE. I expect a number of classes, organisations, clubs, etc. will be starting back this week or next week. And if you would like to get a mention on the podcast, just get in touch with me, sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com and I'll include you in the episode. That's it for today. It's good to be back and please tell all your friends that this is a, a local hub for local information and what's on. You can hear the podcast again on Abbey 104 on Friday morning at 9 o'clock with a few bits of my favourite music added in and of course the podcast is always available on our website SherbourneVoicesPodcast.com and through social media when I post the latest episode I look forward to hearing from you and to telling you more about what's happening in the Sherbourne area next week Until then, this is Sue Hill signing off. Thanks for listening.